if we were to go up to a grown-up and say, hey, you want to be my friend today? That's a little creepy. <laughs> Welcome to the Parents Place podcast with Hillary and Jen. Welcome to the Parents Place podcast. So we have our Ask Away episode today, um, and this question comes from a mom. So I'm going to go ahead and read it out loud. It says, I just moved far away from my family. I'm excited to be where we are and start a new adventure, but I'm starting to worry about not having a family close by. Do you have any suggestions for how to build a village or community in new places? Um, this is a hard one, but I will have to say kudos to this person that is asking this because right off the bat, I can see that they see the power in having relationships mm-hmm. and then building that village because I think there's a lot of people that don't have that and don't necessarily see it as a necessity. Yeah. And so I love the fact that this 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 individual is saying I'm here <laughs> and I know I want this in my life so how do I go about doing so I I think that's beautiful um, I do because I'm one of those people that I don't have I have my work <laughs> community <laughs> since I have to drive and commute an hour to and from I don't have a whole lot of time for anything else so I'm oh. leaving the house at eight o'clock in the morning and not getting home until six or seven. And so I will learn lots from this as well. <laughs> I mean, I, I know the benefits that come with it. Yeah. It's just apparently I haven't, I don't know. Strangers scare me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you bring up a really good point though. I remember um, I had a, I had a friend that was telling me she, uh, she's an instructor for her her youth group in her church, and they were talking about making friends. And some of the girls were talking about how hard it is to make friends. I think these girls were probably middle school, high schoolish age girls, and they were talking about how difficult it is to make friends. And this this friend of mine, um, this this adult, she said, "Girls, you know what the truth is? Is that it's." It's hard as adults, too, to make friends, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we almost make this assumption that once we're grownups, like, that's just easy, right? We just have oodles of friends surrounding us at all times and that this is only something that you deal with at a young age. But the reality is, is that it's just as scary making friends as an adult as it was for a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think sometimes even a little bit... um even harder um a little bit more uncomfortable from time to time because as kids it's it's easy to go up to a child and to say hey do you want to be my friend Mm -hmm. do you want to play together today if we were to go up to a grown-up and say hey you want to be my friend today that's a little creepy (laughs) right i mean you might have somebody that's like sure i want that too but it's a little bit more awkward, isn't it, mm-hmm. as an adult? It, it, it seems like it takes a little bit more more to maneuver. Yeah. 
So, yeah. so know that I think it's hard for most of us. I do. Mm-hmm. I think it's a hard thing to maneuver for a lot of people. Um, but if I could offer any advice, and this is what I have found through my life, um, is that I think that most people are in that same boat where they are wanting friends. They're wanting to build that village, but they don't want to be that one, like that one person that has to initiate it, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's scary Mm -hmm. to be the one to initiate. Because what if everybody says no? What if people don't show up? You know, it's, it puts you in a very uncomfortable position to be the one. Um, I had a friend that I, I had a colleague that I was talking to and she was actually sharing a, a, an experience just about this. She had just moved to a new town and she hadn't made any really good friends yet. And, um, so she was talking to her husband one night and, and kind of, venting and complaining about how this was a horrible place to be and how how she regretted moving there and how she didn't have anybody she knew and she was expecting her husband in return to you know kind of to empathize or to even respond with a oh i agree this is a horrible place for us to be in yeah but instead her husband said to her well what are you going to do about it and 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 she said, I know. And she's like, it's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to hear, I get it, sweetie. It's really mm. hard, right? These people are awful. <laughs> Let's go back to where we were before. But instead, he gave her this challenge. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? And she's like, it struck me so strongly that if I wanted this village, I needed to find a way to create it. Mm-hmm. And so she talked about how she uh, went to church that next week and she looked around her congregation and she's like, I picked three or four ladies in the congregation that I thought I could be friends with you. I mean, we look like we're going through similar situations. Mm-hmm. We have kids that are about the same age. And she said, and I invited them to lunch. We went to lunch. And again, you've got to take that step. And that's scary. But she said, I, I went to lunch and And she said, and I had a really awkward conversation where I turned to them and I said, guys, I don't know anybody in town and I really want to make friends. (laughs) And she basically said what we do in kindergarten. You guys want to be friends with me? (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Those ladies around that table said, yes, we want to be friends. Because I think most of us are just waiting for that invite, right? Mm -hmm. And we are going to be over the moon when we receive that invite. Mm-hmm. But we're just waiting for it. And so be the one. Be the one that sends out the invitation. Be the one that's brave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not asking you to invite 30 people over to your house to throw it's a great big ball. Three. Right? Yeah. Start with two or three to say, hey, you want to go to the park with the kids? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a gal in my neighborhood that just recently just within a few weeks ago, um, she initiated just kind of a a play group at our church. And just anybody that had kids at home during the day, they meet together on Wednesday morning and they just let the kids run around in the gym at the church. So no prep, 
right? Nobody needs to bring refreshments. There's no no work that's put into it. And she just posted it on our on our church group page, her Facebook page. And I went one time and um, there was probably close to 20 people there, uh, children and adults included. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as we were chatting and talking, it was amazing to hear these moms say, I'm so glad you started this. Right. Half of the time I'm just sitting at home and my kids are driving me bananas. I'm so glad you initiated that. And it is. It's that person that's willing to initiate it. Mm-hmm. And I think once you get the ball rolling, people are so come. grateful. Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll come, right? If yeah. you build it, they will come. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we just need the Noah of the situation. <laughs> um, well, I, I think you can also go just your your neighbors. Oh, yeah. Your, your neighborhood of creating that neighborhood village. Mm-hmm. is important as well. Yeah. I think your neighborhood is a great place to start because sometimes, you know, people ask, well, where do I even begin? Like, where mm-hmm. do I find these people? And I think your neighborhood is probably the best place to begin. Look mm-hmm. at those people within that close proximity of you. And chances are you maybe see them from time to time when mm-hmm. you go get your mail and you get out of your car. And so mm-hmm. start there. If if you are a religious person, I know for a lot of people, church is another great place, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're there, you know, in your um, look and look in your congregation. Yeah. But but I know people that I have um, individuals I know that have met people through through the library. Yeah. Uh, I remember I had one lady that told me that she met one of her very best friends going to story time with her child because she went to story time with her child every week and she noticed that this other mom was always there too Mm -hmm. and so after a few weeks they started talking to each other and then one of those ladies the brave one right Mm -hmm. took that push and said hey like after story time do you want to take the kids to the park which then led into let's go do lunch after right Mm -hmm. and so even places like story time or your local rec centers um, you know, maybe you're a person that likes to work out and chances are when you go to those fitness classes, there's going to be people that are repeat participants, mm-hmm. you know, say hi. <laughs> well, I've had parents from parenting classes hook up. Yeah. So, yeah, they ex- start exchanging phone numbers and then they're, you know, they're starting this little group. They both know that they're there for the same information and pretty similar situations. And so that's a great place to take a class. That's true. That's a good tip. I think if we can, a lot of times it's within finding those common interests, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, our kids are on the same soccer team or we're going to that same story time or we took this class together. Mm -hmm. And so you find that common interest and you're like, hey, you know, you like, like you're attending this parenting class. You have kids, we have kids that are the same age. We should take them to McDonald's one day, right? Mm -hmm. Or you're at the soccer game and you're watching your kids play soccer and you're like, hey, do you play soccer? Maybe we should get together one time, right? We should go go for a walk. And so it's finding those, those common interests. And I mean, I'll be honest with kids. I think that 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 helps because Mm -hmm. 
when your kids are involved in activities, that opens up the window to meet more people and have more interactions where you mm -hmm. can find those common interests. So Absolutely. That's a good one as well, too. I know a lot of people that have met close friends through their school PTA mm -hmm. and getting involved and volunteering. That's another big one, too. Yeah. So there's um, lots of ways to create a village. It's just yeah. putting aside the thought that what if they deny me or yeah. think I'm cuckoo or whatever the case may be. It's putting and that aside. What? and Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they will. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you do reach out to that person and they're like, eh, nah, not for me. Well, that's who you don't want that person then. Exactly. I mean, it's really hard not to take offense to that. Mm -hmm. But I, I do. I think we just need to remind myself that person may not be my person. Mm -hmm. And that's okay to admit that. That mm -hmm. they may not be the person for me, but there's going to be other people. Right. So maybe they didn't accept that invitation or maybe they said no to that lunch date or whatever it was. But mm -hmm. finding those people, it might be a process. It might not come instantaneously. Right. I think that's important to remember. Um, but be brave. Yep. Spread John. <laughs> well, one other thing, and I had a, a neighbor that told me this, and, and I hadn't even ever thought of this before, but maybe you're not an incredibly extroverted person that likes to be at all the events and and the school functions and the neighborhood groups but she told me that when she moved here um she has certain interests and so she loves being outside she loves hiking and she loves playing pickleball mm -hmm. and so one thing she did is she found some local hiking groups through facebook Oh, nice. So she just did a basic Facebook search of like Cash Valley hiking groups. And there are hiking groups for the area. And so all it is is just, you know, a simple request of can I be in your hiking group? Mm -hmm. And finding out that these ladies meet, you know, every Wednesday at 8 a.m. to hike. And there you go. You have an automatic group with some shared interests. Yeah, And so she said, I, I found a great hiking group that I love. And then I also found a great group that plays pickleball once a week. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, maybe it's something as simple as that, getting online and, and finding what you can find locally. Mm -hmm. um, I think social media, that is one of the benefits of social mm -hmm. media is that it is connecting people to each other who otherwise wouldn't have been able to be connected. Yeah, absolutely. The work's already done for you. You just have to ask, can I join? Yeah, right. And, and of course, if it's on Facebook, they're not going to say no. They're wanting people to come join. Exactly. Right. I know a lot mm -hmm. of exercise groups that are out there on Facebook and different things like that, that you know, like uh, that are welcoming parents with kids to come. And so I, I think depending on your interest and your comfort level, there's something out there something yeah. out there for you it's just taking that initial step mm -hmm. I think and you can take big steps and you can take small steps mm -hmm. um but going back to what I said in the very beginning I there's power in having these people in your life yeah. there's power in having relationships I remember there was a study that was conducted it excuse me a study that was conducted 
It's called the Harvard Study of Adult Development, I believe is the title of it. But basically, it um, this study attempted to find out what was needed in order for an individual to live a happy, healthy life. Mm-hmm. And they found through this study that it was the relationships. It, it all went down to, does this individual have relationships in their life? Mm-hmm. And, and, and the intriguing thing that it talked about is they said it wasn't about quantity. It was about quality. And mm-hmm. so there are some people that have big villages, mm-hmm. <laughs> hundreds of friends that they feel that they can go to in a time of need. And if that is the case, that's great. But there may be other individuals that my village may include three or four people that I know and trust. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's just fine as well, too, because yeah. when it all boils down to it, it is the that the quality of that relationship that you have. I so. think I like that quality over quantity because I have a friend that I'll meet up with every so often, every other month or every three months, whatnot, and have dinner together. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But during that dinner time, I mean, we're together for three to four hours of catching up, talking, complaining, whatever it may be. Yeah. But it's her and I for that three to four hours. And then we do it again another three months down the road because she has little kids and, you know, trying to get away. And so, but I like that quality over quantity. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think you bring up a good point, and that is that these these relationships in our life, we may not be in a stage of life where we can spend time with friends every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it may only we it may only be feasible for us to to get out and spend time with these these close friends and, and maybe even family members once a month. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, and so, again, it goes back to that idea of quantity. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're seeing these people on a daily basis or maybe yeah. even a weekly basis. But maybe it's we see each other monthly. And in between that, we send sporadic texts back and forth to each other. But mm-hmm. I know that that person is someone that I can turn to if I ever have a problem. Right. In my time of need, they will be there. So it is. It kind of goes back to the ages and stages of our life, too. Mm -hmm. There might be times where we can spend more time with with this village and other times where work and other responsibilities are going to take a priority. And that's okay. Yeah. So kudos to you. We to this. I want to keep saying mom, but it could be a dad out there as well, too. Kudos to this individual. And and I wish you the best in finding that village. You will find it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to add on because you said dads. And I think that it's important for both moms and dads to have separate villages. Yeah. So. Good information today. That's a good topic. Good question. Appreciate you sending that in. And we invite everyone else to send us send us a question and we'll research it. We'll find some information and we'll share it. And hopefully it'll be good for lots of other people as well. So thanks for coming to the podcast today. And we hope that you have a good week and we will see you back here next week. 
Thank you for listening to the Parents Place podcast. If you would like to reach us, you can at parents at thefamilyplaceutah.org or you can reach Jen on Facebook, Jen Daily The Family Place. Please check out our show notes for any additional information. Our website is thefamilyplaceutah.org if you're interested in any of our upcoming virtual classes. We'd love to see you there. recording yes we're recording yeah <laughs> it seemed to take longer <laughs> <sighs>